Hey, you made it back. Good to see you. Tonight, we are talking about some fun things, the Super Nintendo Mini, and how I'm going to need your help to get one, and maybe we can put our powers together and get one for each of us. I want to talk about friends and how I feel like the older we get, the less friends we need. And last but not least, I did say I would tell a good, honest story about how I feel like social media betrays what's really going on in our life and kind of creates and perpetuates a bias. So without further ado, let's... Let's get into it. Okay, I'm borrowing a lot of this take from Brendan Bigley's station, the internet today, and you'll hear that following my comments. The Super Nintendo Mini is coming out, and I love Super Nintendo. I can remember when I was a child, that when the Super Nintendo RPG came out, or Super Mario RPG, spinning hours, hours, I'm not going to bed till 5 in the morning to try and beat this game, and I never have. I'm over 30 years old now, and I'm finally committed to saying, you know what, I'm going to beat this game when it comes out on the Mini. Well, for $100 Canadian, I can buy this stuff, but it sounds like I won't be able to buy this stuff or this machine because it keeps selling out. And Brennan's going to tell you right after this take that in America, they all sold out, like the pre-order sold out within minutes, some of them, which means I need your help. If you are interested in getting a Super Nintendo Mini, please let me know. And maybe, maybe we can do this together. We can both, or all of us, if there's more than one, we can all try to buy these together for everyone if we get access to it and ship them around the world. I do not want to pay, and I will not pay, $500 for one of these things on eBay because that's a waste of everyone's time and hard-earned money. But I just, I want to taste the delicious nostalgia. And the only way I can do that, by the sounds of it, is with the help of you anchor nuts. So please, if you want to do this, let me know. Let's make it happen. So how about friends? And I don't just mean like Facebook friends or Twitter followers or Instagram friends. I mean real friends that you can sit and be vulnerable and honest with. I feel like we all kind of walk through this world, especially in today's interconnected world, where we want to collect as many people as we can and grow our influence and say, you know what? I've got 2,500 friends on Facebook. That makes me feel special. But then we go home and we, we realize that I probably have one person, or maybe you're sitting out there and you have no one that you can be honest with. You know, I mean really, really honest with. And this will tie into my next segment about Instagram and how I feel like it betrays what's really going on in the world. But I'm growing a little bit older. I'm over the age of 30 now. I'm talking to some of my friends who are joining me in that age group. I'm just hearing their stories about how your priorities kind of change the order you get, right? Some people have kids and they're, they become focused on their family, and I totally respect that. Or they don't have kids, and they just care more about deeper things like the state of the world or how their life impacts those around them as opposed to maybe just consumerism. And I think it's kind of an interesting thing. And I'm curious to see if that's actually a trend or if there's any correlation between age and wanting to care about deeper things but less things, right? Like It's kind of a trade-off. You can care about a lot of things a little bit. Or you can care about a few things a lot. And I feel like the older you get, the more that depth becomes important to you. That we'd rather have, if we could pick, three really, really good friends instead of 30 just kind of you know fun friends. Because a lot of people, they go out and they party and they have a blast. But at the end of the day or the end of the week or the end of the month or in a few years' time, they realize that, you know what, these relationships are shallow. And I've got some things that I really want to talk to you about, but I can't because all we ever do is have fun. And I know I'm not alone in that. And I just thought it was you know, kind of interesting that the older we get, the, uh, the less friends we need. So maybe we'll be all purging our Facebook one day or just locking it down because you know, we only need two friends, but I don't think it's going to happen. But it's kind of a neat, neat little correlation.
Which leads me then to Instagram. And you know the one, Instagram, the one with amazing videos and stories and photos. And I guess in some ways Snapchat plays into this as well. But no one ever puts really raw, sad, real, or depressing things on Instagram or Snapchat, right? You can pick anyone's stories, anyone's stories around the world. And I guarantee you they're probably capturing something fun, something joyful, something memorable, something that we all kind of want to be involved in or would want to be involved in. And and I don't blame anyone for that, right? <laughs> if Instagram was like this really raw news feed or, or photo or video feed of things that just really kind of d- put a damper on the day, I, I don't think we would like social media as much. We probably wouldn't go use the platform, and it wouldn't be the escape that it often is. But what ends up happening is if we just view Instagram and we see things that are awesome all the time in people's lives, and that's all they share is the good, we start to, in our mind, subconsciously believe that this is what this person is all about. Their life is perfect. They have it all made up. And it's amazing. And a good example about that is last Sunday night. On Sunday night, I went to the Premier's golf ball. And you know that. And I was there with my wife. And we had a blast, right? It was an amazing story about the cars and the fireworks. And there's a fun photo of us taking a selfie in front of these fireworks. And it looks amazing. And if, you, if that's all you saw was our stories and that photo, then you never would have known that we were at each other's throats the entire day. And I mean one of our worst fights of our entire marriage, Right? Where it's like, hey, you can go sleep at the farm or your parents' house or whatever. Like, we don't want to do this right now. We kind of want to figure this out. But if you just saw our Instagram feed, you would have no idea. You have zero idea that that was happening in our life. And for some reason, you know, like, part of me is like thankful. Like, some of you are strangers and you don't need to know that. But my point is that it kind of skews, right? People said, wow, you look like you have a lot of fun tonight. And I told someone, it's one of my good friends, I said, you know what? The truth is, is like that was just kind of a sh- not a sham. We meant to smile when we were in the moment, but it didn't represent the whole story. All of this to say, I really want to encourage us to get to know those friends and those people, whether it's family or friends, but people in our life that we can actually share that full story with. Because I don't think we need to share our full story with everyone, but we need people in our life where we can actually be fully honest with and say, you know what? Yeah, I had fun at the Premier's Ball, but I actually had a really tough day because we're trying to work through some stuff. To be able to have that outlet, because it's important to have that outlet and not to have the pressure to always reflect a good and decent life. And keep this in mind, too, in the back of your head. We're all humans, which means no one's perfect, which means, means, if I can use a double means, it means we all go through stuff. And whether or not you see someone's photos or Instagram or social media or just their life and it looks perfect, this includes celebrities, it includes everyone. It's not perfect, and they're going through the same human stuff you are. So just take on today, take on what you can, and uh, make the most of it. Yay! Okay, one last take because those last two were kind of heavy, and I I like to balance it out. Heavy, light, this is my life. The Joker, I should back up a little bit. The Dark Knight is considered, in my world, one of the greatest movies ever made. And I believe that the Joker is one of the strongest villains ever produced by someone's mind. And the reason I believe that is because he's unstoppable. He is the embodiment of anarchy. And I love in that movie, In the Dark Knight, where you can't actually pacify this guy, right? In many movies, it's like, what do you guys want? Well, I want a million dollars, or I want to own the world. I want this power. This guy doesn't want anything. He just wants the world to burn. And that, to me, is so terrifying that I, that I love it. And I thought the movie was just so good because it was so dark in that way. Well, DC, the makers of what I consider some of the worst movies, or superhero movies, right, when you compare it with Marvel have committed to creating a Joker origin story. So we're going to find out where the Joker came from. 
And why I find this interesting is if you're a comic book fan, and if you're not, you can skip this, but if you're a comic book fan, there is no origin story for the Joker. So DC's taking a huge risk here because they're a base. There are many, there's a lot of people that are you know, diehard comic book fans. And they're actually going to spin this off as something completely different, not connected to the novels or the, the graphic novels or the comics at all. And they're going to try something completely new, which to me is, I'm nervous about it, right? Because I don't trust, I do not trust, I'm going to call them artists. I don't trust authors and writers and, and these people behind these movies today because all they care about is money for the most part, right? And I believe, maybe I don't trust the, the producers or the production studios more than anything. Maybe the writers are pure and everything gets changed, but I'm confident that when, when this Joker origin story comes out, it won't be what it could have been because there's money involved. And that makes me sad. But anyway, the Joker origin movie, movie is coming out. I will probably see because I owe The Dark Knight that much credit. Uh, and here's my question before I go. Out of the three Jokers, you've got the Joker in Batman, uh, the Joker in... The Dark Knight and the Joker in Suicide Squad. Who's your favorite? Jack Nicholson, Heath Ledger, or Jared Leto? Let me know. I'm still picking. They're all completely different. I'm still picking Heath Ledger uh, for the impact he left on me. And that, my friends, that's, that's Tuesday in my world. Those are my thoughts. Those are my takes. Thanks for listening. You could have been anywhere in the world, but you chose to be here. And for that, I'm thankful. This is Greg Moore. This is my podcast. See you tomorrow. Toodaloo. And good night. Greg, James here. I've got your back. I will try my best to get you a Super Nintendo Classic. Uh, I've been fairly lucky in this sense. I got a Nintendo, cla- a Nintendo Classic for a friend of mine. I was able to get a Nintendo Switch for my daughter for her birthday, which was a huge win, huge parenting win. Uh, so, yeah. I will do my best. I will try and get you a Super Nintendo Classic.